calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Outside the ice cream shop, Riverdale Park, Maryland. I suspected she'd be here, that she'd take my daughter for ice cream, because it's what I would have done. But suspecting and seeing are two different things. Peter and I rush through the parking lot. Through the windows, I see her crawling across the red-washed floor. Lydia is there, huddling under a table, arms around her knees. More than anything, I need to get to her, to squeeze her until she stops shaking, to protect her. And then I need to destroy the bitch who stole my life. I watch Overleaper Audrey search through the pockets of one of the three prone figures around her. The man is conscious, but he doesn't resist. I kick the door open, Peter right behind me. Overleaper Audrey has found what she was looking for, a handcuff key. She unlocks the manacle on her wrist. I move closer, ready to engage. But then, but then she looks at me, and it happens. Our minds. Touch. Touch. Realm presents Overleaper, starring Thora Birch, Episode 8. I'm about to pass out, but then I see, I see her past, my past, everything about her, everything that separates us. The ice cream shop disappears in a blink of white. A new place shimmers around me, a place I know but have never been. I'm in a Soviskin lab, a few moments before she entered the portal into my dimension. The room is tight and full of equipment. Most of it is fairly unremarkable. 
Then there's the quantum entangler itself, designed by a Suviskan engineer who died bringing the plans to my dimension. It's marvelous and immense, 20 feet tall. People line the walls, physicists, military men, my handlers, the SVS agents. This is their project here under the Saviskin controlled mountain of the Safed Quares. And then there's me, the lady of the hour, the last person to go through on this mission. Are you ready, number five? The chief scientist speaks Saviskin, which I'm learning slowly. I understand well enough to nod in response. Good. Ten seconds. Proceed to Bose-Einstein condensation. The room cools quickly, tumbling ten degrees in an instant as the atomic gases swirl in the quantum entangler. Eight seconds. The room gets even icier, and a strange peace settles in. A peace I haven't known since Lydia died. Six seconds. I'm going through, and I'm going to avenge her. It might be a different version of the man who killed my daughter, but it's still him. And he still did it in his dimension. He has it coming. Four seconds, beginning dynamic vortex pulsation. The chief scientist's breath comes out in a cold vapor. He hits a little red button, then steps back involuntarily. They all shy away. The military men, the scientists, everyone. Everyone but me. Two ultraviolet laser beams shoot down on a metallic resin panel, forging a white line. How long will I be stuck in the limbo between worlds? Hours, like they say? Will I feel her? Will my training hold up? Will I push her away? Two seconds! The white line grows wider, beginning as a slash, then growing into a portal. The portal. The Shaska Sansa. It means the cup of the sun. And now I see why. It is beautiful. Brilliant. Now, number five. It has to be now. I don't hesitate. I'm an assassin now. A defector. An overleaper. I step through. <sighs> I know everything. In the instant our minds touched, things became clearer. I started to see the past, the present, the plot to kill a president. I feel the pain of her, my daughter's death. There's, there's bitterness and there's, there's rage. I see it all. And I know her. Our past collide and our memories join together, separate and identifiable, fused together. I can't kill her. Not any more than I could hurt myself. She's me. I bear it all. <sighs> the last 60 weeks of her life, the horror of a child's death. It's not the way. My statement holds everything in it. Not just the assassination plot, but the kidnapping of our daughter, the betrayal of a nation, 
the idea of killing yourself. Overleaper Audrey's face sags. I know. Strands of her hair fall from her scalp to the floor. Her skin is gray-hued, eyes sunken. It's not just the fight that's bled the color from her. It's something more permanent. In a blink, the answer comes to me from her memory. It's the jump that did this to her. How long does she have left? A day? Two? It should have been a week. I can feel her inside my head, rooting around. Stop that! She has the good grace to slump apologetically. Her thoughts tell me she's done with taking my daughter. She's done wanting to kill the president. But what if she changes her mind? Mama? I'm so confused. Lydia. My girl is sitting alone in the booth, shaking. Peter's no help. He's frozen in the entryway, jaw slack. I run over and hug her. It's okay, my girl. Everything's gonna be okay now. Yep, we've got to go. We? They're looking for us now, and there's something more. What's something more? I'm not the only one. There was a whole team from my dimension spread across the Hindu Kush. They were meant to get rid of you if you escaped the mountain. I believe I had the pleasure of meeting one of them. A Marine, Hicks, right? And I'm assuming the others were the ones who tried to down my chopper and fire on Air Force Two. And there's more, stateside. They're here for the president. I don't particularly care for the commander-in-chief. <laughs> I'd voted against him. And yet, that's entirely beside the point. He is the commander-in-chief. And I have a singular duty to protect this country. We've got to help him. Yep. Overleaper Audrey searches through the gurgling agent's pockets. I've got the keys to the Cadillac. Come on. The ceremony's tonight. Details from her head mix with what I already know. Yes, for the Medal of Honor. For a fire team leader killed in Pakistan. I'd heard the reporters talking about it on Air Force Two. Uh, what the heck is happening? You're not, uh... You think I would be able to answer that question, but, uh... How are there two of you? We have to go, Lydia, baby bear. Come on, honey. Be strong and everything will be okay. Okay. Take care of her, Peter. Just... And when the cops come, tell them I'm off to Fort Meade to turn myself in. Okay. But what are you... What are you... We can't explain now. But wish us luck. It could mean anything. Good luck in turning ourselves in. Good luck stopping the assassination of a president. I look back once before we leave. Just... Promise me one more thing, Peter. Whatever you do, don't mention the twin. What? Uh, the twin? What? Oh my God. Mama? Yes, honey? Yes? Will I see you again? Yes. No. Could you go a little faster? Not unless you want to get us pulled over. 
let me handle the driving. Wow, me from another dimension is a total bitch. I heard that. Our minds are becoming more entangled. I can hardly tell which thoughts are mine and which are hers anymore. Everything else is beginning to mingle too. The growl of her stomach from hours without food, the ache in her teeth. And I can tell she's exasperated with me and I'm annoyed at her. Quit it, Beach. We've got to work together. <laughs> Coming from the woman who threw me in a cell, kidnapped my daughter, and plotted to kill the president. Look, I'm sorry. I thought you didn't have much to live for anymore, that he did the same to your Lydia. He personally gave the order. And though I can't stand the sound of my own voice, especially from her, I can tell she means it. If I'm honest with myself, I know I would have done the same in her shoes. Well, in fact, I, I guess I did. Just keep your eyes on the road. We're looking for the plaza. Capitol building comes into view. I grip the steering wheel, more wound up than I should be. It's not just the stolen car or being hunted by the cops. It's not even the interdimensional cold-blooded me in the passenger seat. It's what we're off to do. To stop the assassination of the most powerful human on the planet. It's going to be okay. How? We don't have the name or description of the assassin. We don't even have a way to get into the ceremony. All we have is the intel that the president is going to get killed this evening by another overleaper. And if we try to take that to the police, best case scenario is they'll laugh at us as they book us into DC central detention. You have a plan. Oh, I do and I don't. It's not finished yet, but uh, yeah. Mm -mm -mm. There's something in there, I, I can feel it. You know how we're going to get in. The touch of overleaper Audrey digging through my skull is like cockroaches up my spine. But I can't stop her. She's rooting around into my past couple of days, searching. The Marines killing each other at Safred Quares. The Black Hawk pilots crash landing at Bagram. My flight from the wreck. And finally, the rocket-propelled grenade shot at Air Force Two. <laughs> My charade as the flight attendant, serving drinks to the two journalists. A man and a woman with bright red hair. Got the morning off tomorrow. You're at the Plaza on Vermont, right? I can slip by, grab brunch, just the two of us, kill some time before the ceremony. Well... <laughs> Maybe if you stop by early. Hmm. <laughs> there it is. Okay, also, will you stop ruffling through my mind like that? Sorry. But hey, at least we have a plan now. That's... That's not really much of a plan. The Washington Plaza Hotel is just up ahead. It's not much to go on, but... Those two reporters you saw in Air Force Two might be our best option. I'll grab their press passes and meet you back here. Overleaper Audrey hands me a wad of bills. I hope this does it. Spend it slow. It's all the cash we've got between us. I know you've got nothing. I'll see you in 20. I pocket the cash and head into the lobby of the Plaza Hotel. The Overleaper goes the opposite direction, toward the CVS a block to the south.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I move toward the solitary concierge behind a tiled reception desk. He's middle-aged, slim. I remind myself to get into character and shrug out of my blazer, so I'm in just a tank top. From now on, I'm not Audrey Beach. I'm... Shit. I need a good name. Something that screams call girl. Good afternoon. His name tag identifies him as Newt Nutkins, duty manager. Hello to you, Mr. Nutkins. Will you be checking in today? Mmm, sort of. Give me the room number for, uh... Hank Masakela. Newt is eyeing me askance now. Not quite sure what to make of what he's seeing, though I guarantee I'm not the first sex worker to grace a mid-tier hotel in our nation's capital. I'll call up to Mr. Messicala. No, don't do that. You can't call up. His wife might... Mm, answer, if you know what I mean. The concierge takes a fresh look at me now. His appraisal makes me squirm, but... If I'm going to play the part, I need to lean into it. How about you get me the room next to his? I only need it for an hour. Probably won't even need the whole hour. (laughs) 60. Now, I'm not great at this game, but I know one thing. The character I'm pretending to be would know what he means. So, I finally figured out her name will be... Methany. Methany Pillows. And she's seen a guy like this a hundred times. Mmm, how about fifty? Sixty and another two hundred for the hour. All up front. He's testing me. I can see why. I'm not dressed like the highest-end girl he's seen. He pushes the key card towards me. Now you're sure you put me next to him? Two rooms over, sweetheart. You're in 310. Don't want the missus to hear the activity. So thoughtful. Have a good one. Not as good as you. I can feel Newt's scowl on my back as I head for the stairs, but I don't care. Not only do I have a space where I can take care of business for the next hour, but now I've got the approximate location of a journalist's room and the press passes that await within. I take the stairs up to the third floor and beat feet down the hallway toward room 314. 
The hall is empty, but I play it coy just in case. There's a do not disturb sign dangling from the handle. Exactly what I'd expect if two journalists were inside having their hinky-pinky brunch before the ceremony. Oh, what the hell? God damn. A Navy pensioner is in the middle of changing his clothes. Wrong room. Fucking newt. Who the hell are you? Don't touch that, okay? Sorry, mister. I in maid service. Maid service? Did you see the sign? Do not disturb. Look, hop in or hop out. At least now I know something I should have considered before. My objective is two doors on the other side of 310. Room 306. London, you ready yet? We have an hour before the ceremony. Good. They're heading out. I dart back and slip my keycard out as if to open 310, waiting for their exit. But nothing. I wait. Tense. Then go back to 306. The door is slightly ajar. Come on, join me, Hank. How about a quick round two? Oh, London. You're the one who said it was worth missing. <laughs> <laughs> Meet you back in there. Good. With them bandicooting in the bathtub, I'll have the run of the place. I ease the door open. What greets me is a shamble of sheets and clothes strewn about. Fun times. Isn't this better than a Medal of Honor ceremony? <sighs> oh, I got the rubber. Shit. I dive behind the bed. It's a rough landing, too loud by half, and I'm sure I'm cooked. Apparently, though, enough blood has left Hank's brain for another part of his body that he isn't thinking clearly, because I hear him rifling through his pants pockets. Cinnamon or cherry flavor? Mmm, bring both. <laughs> Don't turn off that water. I'll be right there. <laughs> Success. The press passes lay half covered by London's rumpled dress. Temporary access, the White House, East Room, special function only. Bingo. Operation Overleaper. Leap day three. Inside a CVS. Washington, D.C. I hustle through the aisles of the CVS. My head pounds. Why do they have to make the lights so bright? What I really want is a cigarette right now. My link to the Audrey of this dimension seems to be fading the further we're apart. I can still sense her flirting at the hotel, but it's like the connection has gone fuzzy. Now you're sure you put me next to him? More of my hair falls around me. I taste blood in my mouth. Mm. God damn it. I blink. Aluminum soup cans roll across white tiles. Some dented, some spinning. Oh. Oh. Miss, are you okay? I'm fine. I stumble forward. Cosmetics, aisle 11. The good news is I don't need to hold out much longer. I screwed up so much of my life the past year. Now I just want to make things right for the other Audrey. I can hold out until the president of this dimension is safe. Then I can die happy, knowing Lydia and a version of myself are together. 
My finger scans across the conditioners. There. A box of bright red hair dye, just like London pickings. Mm-hmm. I love a woman in uniform. I look up. It's a cop. God damn it. What if he recognizes my face from the bulletin out there for me? He freezes as he takes in my fallen cheeks and sunken eyes. Ma'am, are you okay? Yeah, it's uh, allergy season. I smile with bloody teeth as I grab two boxes of the red hair dye. You were saying about a woman in uniform? Uh, Jesus Christ. And fuck you too. So where are y'all from? Our cabbie's eyes flicker up from the road, landing on me through the rearview mirror. Right here in D.C. How nice. Are y'all twins? Wish we weren't. Some days you can't even tell. The truth is, we're looking less and less like the same person. Even though our hair is now dyed an identical shade of copper to look like London picking, overleaper Audrey is slumped in her seat, face white. Oh, I can tell. Which one is older? She came into this world quite a while after I did. Overleaper Audrey summons up the energy to grin at me. Oh, your poor mother. Bless her, long deliveries are the worst. Well, this is as close as I can get. We pull up at the intersection of Pennsylvania Avenue, just outside the guardhouse. Thanks. Keep the change. Thanks. Hey, we're here. We gotta go. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And I can feel it, too. The regret for what she's done to me, to our daughter, to the country she once loved. Don't sweat it, sister. We're almost there. We've both got the press passes hung around our necks, and the White House guard waves us through the concrete anti-vehicle barricades. The real security will come later. They're gonna kill you, you know. Mm-hmm. They're gonna kill you. Shh. Let's get you inside. You're listening to Overleaper, starring Thora Birch. Overleaper is a Realm original production. Realm, your portal to another world. Listen away. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
Overleaper is a Realm Original production, created and written by Sam Bush. Produced by Diana M. Foe, Fred Greenhalge, and Haley Wagreich. Additional story production by Nicole Otto and Marco Palmieri. Directed by Fred Greenhalge. Executive produced by Molly Barton, Marcy Wiseman, and Julian Yap. Starring Thora Birch as Audrey Beach and The Overleaper, Yolise Arroyo, Jordan Batiste, Peter Burkrot, Janet Boris, Gilbert Glenn Brown, Hector Louis Bustamante, Chris Cleveland, Ryan Coyle, Stephanie Diaz, Richard Doyle, Kate Elefante, Mark Engelhart, Maricilda Garcia, Anthony Grant, John Kapalos, Intake Kim, Chuck Karoutlis, Richard McGonagall, Alex Ruiz, Lorenzo Villanueva, Cecily Williams, Michael Wolner, and I'm Graham Rowett. Dialogue editing by Corey Barton. Sound design and mixing by Rory O'Shea. Original score and composition by Yaron Grauman. Production manager, Alexis Latshaw. Production coordinator, Angela Yee. Casting by Sunday Bowling and Meg Mormon. Cover art by Kindle Thomas. Executive in charge for Realm, Mary Asadolahi. Find more shows like Overleaper by following Realm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at realm.fm.